Dean Dark is an absurd, over-the-top comedy horror adventure that is intended for older audiences. Content warnings can be found in the episode descriptions. Hello and welcome to Dean Dark, a comedy horror adventure real play podcast loosely based on Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition and starring some of history's most infamous monsters. I'm Danger Dangers, and I'm your host slash Crypt Keeper. Hello, my name is Daniel Cruz, and I play Imhotep the Mummy. Up until last session, I was a Namru cleric of the Death Domain. But as of last session, I have been upgraded, ironically for the Mummy, to a Mummy class, as I was able to get the Scroll of Set, which was being held by an imposter who looked a lot like me. That um, his head is no longer attached to his body, so it's okay. Oh, oh, also very important, I got a tiger poster. <laughs> yeah, you did. And the tiger poster. And the tiger the poster. all important tiger poster. You can leave the scroll of set. No one needs that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm going to find a tiger and have him sign it for me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Hello, I am Ben Macken, and I play Frankenstein's monster, or Mary Frankenstein. And last time we were on the game, I did not get a tiger poster, unfortunately. But um, let's just say Frankenstein went through some hardcore emotional damage because the doppelganger I was fighting turned out to be a evil mirror version of the little girl who was a friend of mine back in the day. So, yeah, that was fun. Sorry, I figured that out. Damn it, Grayson. <laughs> How could you? How dare you? Damn it, Grayson. Yeah. Why did you make that happen? <laughs> yeah. 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 As the, as the, yeah, as the DM who wrote the whole thing just like scuttles off into the darkness. It's like, <laughs> you'll never know. I am perfectly happy to let you take the blame for my narrative decisions. <laughs> my name is Jordan and I play Larry Talbot, also known as the Wolfman. Last time, Larry was fighting his double who was a very bad man. And due to some kerfuffling in the fight, Larry got stabbed by Jack. But I think they're cool now. I offered for you to stab me. (laughs) Just like you hit me, I hit you. But how we left after we had dealt away with all our doppelgangers, Maleva was coming over the hill in her carriage, really trying to find Larry. But hopefully Carmilla was able to stay behind and slow her down a little bit as we made our our grand escape. And now we're heading towards the witches to try and remove Larry's curse. And we're on a time limit, right? We are on a time limit. Yep. (laughs) How we're going to do this. Currently, it is right around 2 p.m. real time. When five o'clock hits, no matter what we are in the middle of, that is when the full moon comes out and it's werewolf time. <laughs> Hello, I am Aaron. I play the Phantom of the Opera, our bard. Last session, I, I'm glad that I helped with the exorcism because otherwise Phantom spent a lot of time wandering around, <laughs> not seeing very much, standing in rings of fire for turns on end. <laughs> And your boy, the Nat One King, came back to get murdered by Gonzo with critical double damage. So it was really, it was an exciting time. I'm Grayson. I'm playing Jack Griffin, the Invisible Man, a rogue mastermind. So last session, we were in a little bit of like a mirror match against our evil doppelgangers, quote unquote evil, uh, (laughs) because some of us are 
not necessarily good aligned, but anyway, we left Carmilla back in Stratford. Don't know what's going on over there. Oh, I got my rapier back with a magical yeah. nat 20. <laughs> it was meant to be a joke, but you know what? I rolled it, so I was like, whatever. Sometimes you just got to take those. Yeah. So now we're running from Maleva, and Jack isn't 100%. Like, he's kind of wondering why. All right, and with that, let's go ahead back on the road, and you can ask why. Okay, so we've been on the road for a little bit. Eventually, Larry takes a seat back in the carriage, kind of adjusting to not quite sit on his little back knife wound, and he goes, All right, um, well, it, it, it looks like Carmilla did the trick, and I, I don't see Maleva behind us anymore, um... Because otherwise she is a fast lady. <laughs> but I, I think we're good to make our way. Who exactly is Maleva anyway? When um, everything went down with my curse, she was sort of there to um, help me out with it. Make sure I, I didn't hurt anyone. And uh, in return, I would do her favors. But if she had any idea what I was doing... Um, trying to get it removed with the help of some witches that we don't know anything about. She would probably be very upset. Um, she already seems quite upset that I have not um, met back up with her to get uh, chained up and put away. Chained up? Then this is regarding our time limit, I'm assuming. Uh, yes, we have a very hard time limit that... Um, my best hope is that we get there, we speak with the witches, and they can give me whatever I need to make sure that this curse does not happen tonight, or else we're in a lot of trouble. What are we looking at if the curse does happen? Are we talking Vormberg trouble, or are we talking just giant bone chimera trouble? Emotep's laughs at the mention of the bone chimera. <laughs> Please don't pilot me. Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially worse. I'm I'm not very conscious while it happens, but um, when it does happen and I'm not put away, it, it, it causes a lot of um, unfortunate uh, fallout. So let's just make sure that we, we get there in time and, and, and can handle it. Or else if if it happens, if if I change, um, I need all of you to get as far away from me as you can. We have about till the full moon comes out. Don't even worry about the rest of us. I'll put a tiny hut and you can stand right outside till it's over. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. I think that I, I think that could work. Um, how, how are all of you doing? I, I know last time was kind of a lot. I honestly don't know what to make of that last battle. Um, not really seeing someone that was, I guess, the opposite of me. I'd, I can only guess all of that has to do with the mirror that we all saw. I'm guessing... What we saw was not the same. I, I was under the impression that the mirror itself shared, I don't know, something of our worst fears, our darkest desires, whatever it might have been. Well, that was certainly true for me. I saw him. I, I, I saw me. Honestly, I think he, he and I are not that far apart when it comes to um, what we've gone through. She just smashed the damn mirror the second I saw it. <laughs> yeah. Well, none of us knew. No, because what I saw in the mirror... And when I fought, they looked the same. But in reality, the woman I saw in the mirror took great pleasure in death. She was glad to raise everything she saw. But like you said, Jack, she was a child. She had the name of the girl. 
And it doesn't make any damn sense. As far as I know, I'm the only one that's been able to complete the experiment that created me. To know that there's someone else out there that had the same condition, I've never seen that before. So this is only a theory. They weren't, they weren't from this world. They were from somewhere else. Some, you could say, mirror dimension? Hmm. I don't know. That would make sense. Well, we're all glad that we have this me and not that one, right? What a loser. I believe I'm saying this, but yeah, yeah. I'm glad to have you around. The other guy was in pretty well. He was nice, but he kind of sucked. <laughs> Certainly postulated a lot. No pizzazz, really. <laughs> Dan, are you feeling roasted right now? <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Let's just say after traveling with Eric for a while, Mary Frankenstein has taken a little um, liking to the theatrics of the Phantom. Oh, he really grows on you. This is why we're the trio of besties. <laughs> Hell yeah. Hell we're the yeah. That's what I'm saying. Anyone you can have. Um, uh, uh, Emotep, you have skin. How's that going? <laughs> it's neat. Uh, yeah, this entire time he's kind of just been looking out the window. Can we actually see eyeballs now? Uh, I'm going to leave that up to Imhotep. Invisible man, high or low roll? <laughs> I love it. Yes. Um, <laughs> give me a low roll. We got a five, so I will let you actually decide. Do I have eyes or not? Way to pass the buck there. I'm. The, what, <laughs> what I'm going to say is that you have one partially created eye oh. and then one full grown eye. Oh, nasty. So you still have one of your little light sources. Okay. So I have eyes, but there's still the lights inside of them. Yeah. Okay. Gross. I hate it. Um, as you ask that question, he turns his head a little bit, and just one of the eyes just lazily drifts towards Jack. Ah! <laughs> you did it, Daniel. I'm uncomfortable. Uh. <laughs> Super gross. And like, there's this gross squelching sound. Uh. He's got a squelchy, lazy eye. I hope you all hate it oh it's so bad thank you for this gift <laughs> as someone who's made of amalgamation of body parts for some reason even i'm unnerved <laughs> by that <laughs> well the difference is that yours is a yours isn't preserved but just it's different mine is actively looks <laughs> like it's in rot it's different okay <laughs> it's different i'm different from you god <laughs> So what was Jack's question one more time as, as I got sidetracked with like eyeballs and gross? OK, I was asking. You, asking. OK, you um, have skin now. How is that going for you? He kind of looks at his hand, looks at all the bandages that are wrapped around him. It is interesting. I have not known the flesh for thousands of years. <laughs> okay. Raspy voice in Motep. Raspy voice in Motep. I'm going to go ahead and start looking for a thing of water in my, uh, I think it's like a traveler's pack that I have. <laughs> Give him some water. But I'm going to, I'm going to hand him a canteen and just be like, maybe, maybe this will help. <laughs> he looks at the canteen, opens it and it uh, starts to drink it. A la Pirates of the Caribbean. It starts <laughs> splashing onto his oh, waist and the seat around him. Gross. <laughs> Because he's only partially back. So how's uh, how's the voice now? Better. Ah, oh, good. I am not used to having true vocal cords. It has been quite a while. And he hands the canteen back to Jack. So as part of my transformation from acquiring the scroll of set, part of that is that I now have lost the ability to kind of what we call dry bones, where I just 
crumble into a pile of bones because I'm not just a pile of bones yeah. anymore. I have skin and gross going on now, but I have all my bandages. And so one of the things that I now have is my bandages can kind of act as a third hand and I can just kind of control them as they flow through this ethereal wind that doesn't exist. All kind of like, you know, King Ramses from yeah. Courage, where it's just constantly flowing. So despite cool. the fact that There's no wind. So while all that is happening, those bandages are just going to kind of wave in front of the phantom's face accidentally he's not controlling them they're just waving just, so just happen to be in front of his face and annoying speaking of imhotep and uh phantom actually everyone player wise made a bunch of gross shuddering reactions uh, was that happening in the carriage was that in character uh for larry it was a little bit he's like trying to like keep it together <laughs> like mm, that's so nice buddy <laughs> Ben straight up said it was in character, yeah. so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, yeah. that's right. Phantom's actually going to be a little bit withdrawn and, like, saddened at the fact that, like, someone being kind of gross and ugly gets under people's skin so much. Oh. oh, no. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Now I feel bad with the fact that I'm just, like, messing with him by just having the bandage just kind of, like, waving in front of his face, just being annoying. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to gently slap his mask, and he's just not going to do anything about it. He's just letting it, like, tap on the glass maybe at best you get a small sneeze but <laughs> they're a little dusty <laughs> yeah so emotep looks like you've got some i don't know new abilities you've got new skin clearly which is uh it's it's a different sight i'll say it is unfortunate i do not think i'll be able to throw my hands at you anymore i believe they are firmly stuck with tendons and ligaments well now we don't have to worry about you disappearing into one of those bone chimera things I suppose not, although it was interesting having such a large body. So doing a little bit of maybe a self-assessment, do you notice anything different? Do you, do you feel anything extra? He kind of fidgets with his bag and like places his hand, reaches, he's like rummaging around a little bit. He touches the tiger poster, feels a little bit of uh, confidence, <laughs> but then he reaches and finds the skull of set. <laughs> And kind of hold it. <laughs> 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 he kind of grips the scroll of sets. I have been seeking scrolls of power that were buried with me when I was unceremoniously interred. And I believe that our, what is the word, doppelgangers? Is that how it is said? It is now. Sure, we'll go with that. <laughs> Uh, that is not how it is said. No, <laughs> how it how it is said. Doppelganger, doppelganger, <laughs> rube. <laughs> and this is like legitimately him, just like Dippelgunger. Dingle hopper. <clears throat> now Phantom bats the fucking bandages away. <laughs> just <laughs> <laughs> they just kind of settle again. Whatever the not us that encountered had one of them in its possession and. I believe that that is what's induced this transformation. As he's kind of looking at his hand still. I think Rainer was after these. Well, Rainer was able to get one from me, and I need to get that scroll back. This is a separate scroll, but in the end, I must have them all. How many of these scrolls are there? Four, Dan? Osiris, Thoth, Anubis, and Set, right? Yes, there are four. There are four scrolls. We have one. Rainer has the other. There is one more in the museum that we have been told about. And the fourth is yet unknown. Uh, Rainer also has the fourth. Rainer also has the fourth. <laughs> well, how do you get two? Rainer has two. I have one. There is one in the museum. <laughs> son of a bitch. 
He started off with the scroll of Anubis in his possession. He stole the scroll of from you. That's right. That's right. Okay. So it's going to be a little bit of a race to get the last one. It is a race I do not intend to lose. We can't afford to. No. Ooh. Uh, he's just going to kind of reach under his rib cage and scratch the back oh, of his God. ribs. <laughs> As you make your way further along the path, the carriage comes to a sharp halt. As you're kind of weaving through the boggy terrain, entering into a more swamp-like area, there is now an impasse as a tree has fallen down in your way. Your carriage is halted and you will have to continue on foot. Uh, is the ground gross? The ground is really squishy. Phantom would like to press to digitate little concrete circles <laughs> under his feet every step, like one despawns behind him and then spawns in front of him <laughs> so his shoes don't touch the, like, gross floor. So as I'm like walking through, do I sink in the water or no? You sink to, I would say, about thigh oh, deep. Oh, wow. Well, shit. It's deep, dude. You're like, what, eight feet tall? I'm like, um, well. Everybody else is still basically above the ground, but the Frankenstein monster specifically squelches down about thigh okay. deep. I'll get you fixed up once we get out of here. Can I make a perception check? Because Jordan noticed something. Yes, go ahead and make a perception roll. <laughs> Um, 19 plus 2 on my perception check specifically at the thing south of us. Ah, so you see to your south, kind of sticking up out of a very small lake, you see the hilt of a longsword. Mm -hmm. And it just seems to be kind of like wedged between a couple of rocks and a little bit of like Is lake it in filth. a stone? Is it pretty? <laughs> It is not in the stone. Okay. And yes, it is very pretty. Oh. Well, Phantom's going for it. You know Phantom pulls pretty weapons out of things. <laughs> You're right. This is a pattern of behavior. I've been trying to get his sword since this damn campaign started. I want okay, it. Okay, I just want to say, since Larry noticed it, he's just kind of marching along, just like, ah, forget the tree. Let's keep going. Go forward. We're on time limit. Uh, and then he's like, ooh, what's that? Something shiny. So, everybody who wants to go for the sword, make a contested dexterity check. Oh. Wolfman, you can do it with advantage because you saw it um, first. Larry doesn't want the sword, but he will call it out to everyone else as kind of a way to get everyone to stop talking about the tree. <laughs> He's like, um, I, I think there's something down here, everyone. While they're doing all this, Emotep is going to stand back with Larry. Watch the fireworks that are about to happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, natural 20! God damn it. Oh my God. The one time I don't get a one. Oh. <laughs> I would like to say, since I'm hanging back with Emotep, instantly I'm like, I regret I said anything. Oh no, I don't. This is going to be spectacular. Oh. <laughs> you are now hip deep, Frankenstein oh monster. Oh my God. As you make your way into this lake, you are able to get there first before Phantom can because of your nat 20. But as the two of you start to make a grab for it. Phantom begins to sink down. You begin to sink down a little bit lower as the water gets to about your chest uh -huh. height. Uh, Phantom, you are at about knee height currently. And for you, you start to sink down to thigh height as the water displaces itself around you. And you start to see an ooze no! kind of creep up no! around the both of you oh, that slithers and tendrils around you both. Uh, and you will be rolling initiative no! against Shit. a black oh, pudding. No, no. <laughs> it's a wonderful Christmas time. It's a black pudding? Oh, God. Roll initiative. Uh, 17 for Phantom. 10 for Frankenstein. Uh, I got an 18. Like above table, I'm just happy to get a sword. Oh my god! You don't have it yet. 
You don't have it yet. He's like, don't care if I die. I got a sword. I, I got a one. No. no. Welcome to the family. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I got a 10 on my initiative. Can I pull my cards? Yes. Thank you for remembering. I always forget that. I've got judgment and the emperor. Either I can take judgment and cast detect good and evil at will without expending a spell slot on hitting a creature I've seen with detect good and evil. I can expend a spell slot to deal 1d10 extra damage or I can take the emperor. You are considered proficient in intimidation. Your proficiency bonus is doubled. Once per short rest, you can cast command without expending a warlock spell slot. Ooh, command it. I don't know if I want to command this thing. I think command it has to has an intelligence level or something. I'll have to double check that. Plus, we might want to tell some witches later oh, to do stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe. Well, yeah. He can intimidate. I can. Or well, we can have two people intimidate. I think I might actually be more intimidating than the monster. I'm sure, you got high charisma. Which is very funny. It's the weirdness of intimidation being tied to charisma. Uh. I'll take judgment. The two of you have not yet grabbed the sword. So first up in initiative is the invisible man. Okay. I, I don't even know what I'm looking at. Like, I don't know how to describe it. Like, it's a giant booger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, watch out for the ooze. And then it's like, I'm just going to pull my rapier. Okay. The area that the ooze is on, is it going to be squishy? Is it going to hinder me? Like, <laughs> It is in the water, so it is considered difficult terrain. Fantastic. Well, I think I'm close enough, at least. I'm going to use my rapier and give it a nice little slash, because I don't know where I'm supposed to be attacking for this thing. Okay, go ahead and roll to hit. 19 plus 7, so 26. Uh, 26 okay. hits. Ooh, that's an 8. So 8, 10, 11, 12. So 12 damage. And then after that, I'm going to dash back. And then I'll basically just climb the tree. Okay. So as you pierce through this black pudding with your rapier, you kind of strike through at a little bit of a strange core. And as you are moving away, it kind of shudders and jitters a little bit from having taken that hit. And... Whatever that thing was at its core begins to subdivide. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. 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 Put it back. <laughs> well, now I know. <laughs> but as it has now split in two, you notice that its size drastically goes down. And so it is two separate entities that are half the size of the original big ooze. Uh-huh. This was my favorite fight in Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> While this happens and I'm dashing back to the tree, uh, guys, it's two now. Oh, Why is it two? I don't know. Uh, I know, maybe because someone slashed it. Well, how was I supposed to know? Oh, God, I shouldn't have called out the sword. Immortal <gasps> nudges, Larry. Told you this was going to be spectacular. I heard that. You were supposed to. <laughs> and now it is Phantom's turn. <laughs> I will start with a vicious mockery. Yes, please do. Uh, real quick, <laughs> vicious mockery. Does it require that the creature be above a certain intelligence? Uh, this one, no. It's just if it can hear me. So I can hurt anyone's feelings. <laughs> Yay. Sweet. Awesome. So it'll make a wisdom save. I'll say he could hurt anybody's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a 14. Fantastic. What is your vicious mockery? I've seen more dangerous and unsettling shit than you in my home in Paris. <laughs> <laughs> I lived in the sewers. Oh, <laughs> you throw that in there too. <laughs> uh, you know what? 
I lean over to the monster and I say it because I wasn't thinking about how I have not revealed that aspect of my past, <laughs> but only to the monster. So because you added on that extra little tidbit, it crits. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> it crits because of the self-deprecation. Yeah. Oof, that hurts more. It crits because it pities you. Oh, <laughs> no. All right. So that'll be 2d4 damage. Okay. Eight. Yes. Eight. Yes. Is that plus anything or just flat? Oh, wait. Yeah, because the crit is just another d4 or another 2d4. It doubles the dice. So it's another 2d4. Yes. Hell Yeah. And another six. Fourteen! That will end your turn unless you want to do any movement to try to get away from it. Yeah, I would like to schlep towards <laughs> Invisible Man, and I'm like begging, fish me out of here. <laughs> well, well, well. All past grievances are forgotten. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Oh, oh also, I almost forgot. Invisible Man, add a minus one modifier to your rapier. But why? Oh, I, is it corrosive? It is corrosive. Uh. So now it is the first ooze's turn, which is going to try to reach out with its pseudopod <laughs> in order to basically schlup onto, <laughs> as Phantom so elegantly put it, onto the Frankenstein monster. It's the word of the day. Ah, uh, gross. Nat 20. Oh. <gasps> no! <laughs> Get schlepped! Get schlepped! Get schlepped! <laughs> Wait, it has disadvantage, right? Sure does. Oh, my God. Well, that's an 18 oh, at well, disadvantage. At so. least it didn't crit. I will cast Silvery Barbs. <gasps> Goddamn Silvery Barbs. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. Yay! Double disadvantage. That's a 13, Yay! so that doesn't hit. Yay, Silvery Barbs. I want to note for people here to schlep is a Yiddish word means to like just carry something <laughs> not used right, but I think it's a great word. I'm using it as an onomatopoeia. <laughs> an onomatopoeia. <laughs> I'm giving the like bonus power to invisible man to help him fish me out of this goddamn box. <laughs> you feel empowered invisible man to get me the hell out of here. So nice. So now it is the other black puddings turn which is also going to kind of swim its way through the water towards the Frankenstein monster. Great. And it will do the same thing. And that's a 10. Oh, thank God. Good, doesn't hit. And that is its turn. So now it is your turn, Frankenstein monster. How close am I to the sword? Oh my God. You are uh, within five feet of it. Cool, I try to pull it out. Yeah, of course you do. Fuck yeah, I do. Well, if he dies, that's his fault. Are you going to swing the sword nope. at them? I got a better idea. Good. He's just going to sink into the water. As you grab the sword, make a wisdom saving throw. Oh, uh, no. Uh, 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 uh. That is a 12. Nope, that's 11. All right. So as you grab onto this sword, you feel a power surging through you. That is addictive. Ooh. Oh, no. You can feel a similar feeling that you get when you enter a rage state, but amplified. This sword is going to deal more damage than your ordinary longsword. It is a longsword plus one, so you can go ahead and add that to your inventory. <clears throat> but you are fixated on this sword. So much so that if you attack with anything that is not this sword, you will roll with disadvantage. And you are obsessively fixated on keeping this 
in your possession. You kind of look around with a little bit of paranoia at the oh, others no. to make a note to yourself not to let anyone else near this oh, sword. Crap baskets. I just cursed myself, son of a you bitch. Silly goose. All because you wanted a sword. Darn. It would be really unfortunate if, you know, two of us didn't have no, no, the don't, remove don't curse. Say that. Don't, just don't say that. <laughs> no, try and touch it. No, try and touch it. See how much he appreciates that. Uh shit. So yeah, I'm 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 fully under this thing's spell now, aren't I? Yep. Alright. Well, that's my hubris <laughs> for wanting a kick ass weapon. <laughs> Phantom, can you get out? You know, I am trying. <laughs> uh, I don't want to hurt Phantom. So what I'm gonna do is I go, ooh, shiny. But I remember seeing it divide after Jack did a swipey swipey. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know any better, so I'm going to do a swipey swipey anyway, because I see phantoms in the water. I go, shit, so I'm going to do a swipey swipey anyway. Okay, go ahead and roll to hit. I think we can all breathe a sigh of relief that phantom didn't get this, <laughs> considering. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a four. Oh, but with this longsword plus one, it's plus seven to hit, so it's four plus seven, 11. And an 11 hits. Oh, okay then. I also forgot earlier, Invisible Man, take one damage. You take a D8 of damage when you make a melee attack against a black pudding because it's corrosive. Some of it gets up on you. So that will be one acid damage. Same oh. thing to you, Frankenstein Monster. You will take eight acid uh, damage. Now, what was the damage to your attack? Okay, to my attack, it was a six plus four, so it's a ten. Do black puddings kind of have like a core or something that I could just like stab the sword into to try and break it? Or is it just a constant gelatinous multiplication thing? It's the second thing you said. It's this basically big gelatinous kind of core. Mm -hmm. And since it dealt damage to you, you have no choice but to retaliate against this smaller one because you feel the fury of this sword demanding that you take vengeance. Is the sword also getting hurt by the corrosive stuff too this sword no mm. Ooh. oh very nice well there goes that plan what were you trying to melt the sword <laughs> maybe <laughs> i would have been smart yeah i was like oh it's a corrosive i could just stab the sword and now it won't be cursed anymore but now i'm cursed enough god ben you're smarter than this what the fuck oh that's all right that was a good idea that was a good idea it's, this is a magic sword. Magic swords are hard to fuck up. All right, so I am going to go after the little one then. So it's, hold up, let me roll to attack. That is a 21. Ooh. That hits. That is a five plus four, nine. Nine damage. And that will end your turn. As I slash the second, the, as I slash it again, I look over to Phantom, I yell, get out of the water. I got an idea. And I have a devilish grin on my face. So we currently have one big ooze, one medium ooze, two tiny ooze. So now it is Wolfman's turn. I think I'm going to cast my cantrip, Create Bonfire. You create a bonfire on the ground that you can see within range. The magic bonfire fills a five-foot cube. Any creature in the bonfire space when you cast the spell must succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 fire damage. This spell's damage increases by 1d8 when I reach fifth level, so that'll be 2d8 worth of fire damage. I think we need to do some damage on this big boy before you guys start knife in it big boy let's go all right dexterity saving throw big boy that is a nine nine does not succeed seven six so seven and six okay so it takes 13 damage and that's my turn 
So you create a little tiny raft and then create a bonfire on top of that raft <laughs> that one of the tendrils of the black pudding gets caught up in and goes up in flames. So now it is Imhotep's turn. Okay. Do I make this situation better or oh, worse? What are you thinking? Oh, no. I have spells. I also have like four more patches on the robe of useful things. And the patch turns into another black pudding. <laughs> um, you know what? You know what? We're going to take a patch off of the Yay! thing. Take two steps forward and go and throw it at the pudding in front of me. Okay. So going to roll a D100. Oh, <laughs> that is 11. A steel mirror drops down on top of the black pudding. No more mirrors! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! Mary's like, no, not again! When the thing lands on top of the pudding and it gets its goop all over it, are you telling me it's now a black mirror? Oh, God. No! Get out. It's been a long time since no. we've done this. No. Deep no, more psychic no, damage. No, no, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> okay. Two. <laughs> Two damage that the skeleton man owes in blood. <laughs> Two. Three. <laughs> oh, does the mirror do any, like, bludgeoning damage or anything to the ooze? Or does it just rest gently upon it? <laughs> Dan, can I continue to make the situation worse for everybody? <laughs> no, Daniel, you've already done so much. When the mirror lands on top of the pudding, it shatters and starts dealing slashing damage. You monster. You know, I have a dagger. That has a plus two to undead. I have the biggest evil grin on my face. This is an Emotep. Emotep is going to be like, oh, that was not what was supposed to happen. But Daniel's like, I want to watch this get as bad as I can for shits and giggles. <laughs> Jack, get me out of this fog and we'll stab the skeleton. <laughs> he does have flesh now. He's easier to stab. Okay, so it splits in two. Oh, damn it. Dan, I got a question. Does my throwing the patch count as my action, or is that a bonus? Bonus, bonus, bonus. <laughs> now, everyone, we only had till five, and we have spent an unholy amount of that time <laughs> picking around with one pudding. No, Larry's sweating and frantic. It is an action, but if you promise you'll make the situation worse, I'll let you do that as a bonus action. Uh, if I promise that I make the situation worse again? Yep. Larry's in absolute panic. He's like, I should have never pointed out the sword. I should have never pointed out the sword. And the mirror has dissolved <laughs> by this point. Oh, God. I have a way to make it way worse. Oh, no. Dan. <laughs> hey, hey, Dan, how high is the water around the monster and um, the oh, phantom? Fuck. Oh, no. I know exactly what this <laughs> is. <laughs> oh. It is chest height for the monster. It is about thigh height for the phantom. Okay. Imhotep is going to throw the patch. It turns into a mirror. Oops. Um, um, I can fix this. I can fix this. In the panic of making things worse, instead of casting what I was going to cast, which was going to be radiant fire, which is just radiant damage, he's going to be like, um, 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 I will drown it. And he casts create water and just makes the water level rise. <laughs> All right, um, Frankenstein monster, make a dexterity saving throw. Notes taken. Emotep does not work well under pressure. I honestly think, though, that is so in character for Mr. I am in control of everything. I am perfect. As soon as perfect. anything goes wrong, he just cascades into just this horrible mess. It's an eight. With an eight, you can't breathe, so take a d4 of damage. Oh, shit. Oh, that's a three. And the extra water is going to displace the oozes. So 
they're going to shift over a little bit to the left, which puts the big one out of range of the bonfire. I want to say I'm sorry, but it was really funny. It was funny. It was extremely funny. (laughs) (laughs) That ends your turn. So now it is the invisible man's turn. Okay, so Dan, this is what I'm going to do. Get me out of here. (laughs) What I want to do is jump from the top of the tree to one of the lower branches and kind of use acrobatics to bring down a branch to try and get Phantom out of the water, possibly on my turn or if it's his turn. I get, oh, roll survival. Ah, damn it. (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna burn that inspiration that I always forget about. You don't have to, you already have advantage. Little gift from me to you. Oh yeah, silvery barbs. Okay, well, perfect, because that was a one. (laughs) Only I get the ones. (laughs) (laughs) There can only be one. Oh, that's a 16. With a 16, you are able to pull the phantom out of the water. Oh, yes. Okay, so I'm going to hoist him up and put him, like, on the branch that I'm sitting on, too, so that he could just be sitting in the tree. (laughs) And then uh, I think that's pretty much it, and I'll just yell out to Frankenstein, let loose the storm. (laughs) Okay, so now it is the phantom's turn. Phantom will take just a second and really, like, think things through. I know that we've faced death before, you know, but death is not that scary. A disgusting, slimy shit death is probably the worst thing that fans can possibly imagine. Just horrifying. So really, whole life flashed before his eyes. So this is a really meaningful moment. So he's going to put a hand on Invisible Man's shoulder and be like, Jack, I uh, thank you for that. Don't make it weird now. And then he's going to look out over the water, consider if there's much that he can do to help, consider if he wants to really do much to help because that sword looked pretty cool and he wanted it. Uh, he's going to press to digitate his clothes clean. That'll be my turn. <laughs> if you really want the sword, I can try and steal it. Aw, bonding. Each of the black oozes, I'm just going to do this all at once to save time. So they're all going to basically go towards the Frankenstein monster and attack. Okay. So electrify the water. Heal, heal. <laughs> <laughs> Only two of them hit. Oh, nice. That's going to be 10 damage overall. Uh, ow. Okay. So now it is your turn. All right. Well, I'm still under the water, right? Yeah. So go ahead and make another dexterity save. Are you fucking kidding me? Rutro. Nat one. <gasps> no. As you are running out of air, you take on level one exhaustion. <gasps> Until your next long rest, you have disadvantage on all ability checks. Oh, no. So I assume I'm, like, trying to swim with holding on to this damn sword. Can I, like, make a wisdom check to try and let go of it so I can get out of the water? Uh, no, you are too under the spell. Okay. Well, shit, I tried. I will go into rage and use my sea aura to at least try and electrocute these guys because they're, they're I'm trying to like I'm assuming they're trying to grab onto me and pull me further under the water. If you're aiming for the water, they're not going to be able to avoid that, so I won't have them dodge. So go ahead and roll the damage for that. Wow, I rolled another one. Uh, uh my hubris is coming back to haunt me. It's okay. It's okay. You're raging. <laughs> What I'll say for that, it upsets the water level a little bit and it begins to sink a little bit as it kind of boils away some of the excess water that was created by Imhotep. So they all will kind of backslide towards you a little bit more again. Okay. And they will all take (laughs) one damage. Any of them fry and die? Two of them will evaporate as the water like kind of boils away from them. They kind of disintegrate and mix back into the water again. 
Yes. <laughs> so you are now down to three. One big one and two small ones. Were Yay! those the two that Frankenstein was fixated on? Yes. So you are no longer hyper-focused on one enemy. Cool. You do still have your actions. I'm just going to try and move the list just get somewhere where I can breathe. Okay, go ahead and make a dexterity saving throw. Okay, that's better. That's a 12. With a 12, you resurface, so you're no longer drowning. Yay! And since that was your action, that will end your turn. So now it is the Wolfman's turn. Larry, wheezy and and sweating, is like, um, do we need to finish these things off or can we just make a break for it? You've got the sword, right? Yeah, I got it. So with that information, I am going to lightning lure Frankenstein's monster... Take a five-foot step forward. He is now within 15 feet of me. Do you let yourself be lightning lured, Mary? Let me up, boy. Let me up. Yeehaw! Here's your biggin. <laughs> All right. So that would put Mary right next to me, and then 1d8 lightning damage. That's three. Yay! Oh, wait. 2d8, because I'm a level five. Ah, that's just three more. <laughs> so six plus one. So heal for seven. So we've got him out of the water. He's healed. And then Larry's going to say, let's just make a run for it. Just get out of here. Larry's going to run. He's just going to start moving and just hope everyone else follows. You can feel the sun start to ominously set. Uh, the, the sweats are starting to kick in. He's getting a little moist. Okay, so that ends your turn. Imhotep, it is your turn. Imhotep is just kind of standing there stunned <laughs> at himself. I... What did I, that was, uh, a mirror? <laughs> and he just kind of unconsciously watches all the stuff that's happened this entire time. He's been just zoned out, just kind of staring at his hands like, what the hell did I just do? And he's just going to kind of start walking. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, time to go. And I'm just going to hop down off the tree. And as you say that, I'll press to digitate some stairs for you to like Sweet. walk down. Off of. So nice. I'm going to lightly tap my toe on the stairs to make sure they're not going to disappear on me. <laughs> Slowly make my way down the stairs and then just wait for Phantom at the bottom, I guess. And then just say thank you once he reaches. Dang, we're getting some character development in such a short amount of time. I know, I was not expecting that. <laughs> Frankenstein, you can kind of feel the power of the sword fade a little bit as you are now exiting combat. So just the above table, what the curse of this sword is, if while you are wielding the sword, you take any damage, you then become hyper fixated on the thing that damaged you and you cannot disengage from combat until either you or it is at zero HP. Oh. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> Shit. If he engages with, let's say, Vordenberg, he's stuck in combat until Vordenberg's done. Mm -hmm. Or I'm done. That's yeah, a spicy that's, meet the ball. Uh, that's dangerous. So, um, you make your way further south, and a familiar, dense God, fog begins to kind of lift up around you. I smell witches. Phantom loves it. Phantom's just rocking out. Are you sure it's witches? Last time we had this, it was Rainer, no? No, the witches had fog. Your footsteps slow, and you strain to listen out. You hear a couple of familiar voices. Ladies? <laughs> Ladies. <laughs> you hear what is distinctly the three witches, but you also hear the familiar, shaky, <gasps> unnerving voice of yeah. Rainer. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. 
And as you <laughs> strain your ears to listen, you hear, By the pricking of my thumbs, interrupted by Rainer saying, Please, I know you've got this thing about the Shakespeare plays, <laughs> but can we please not quote Macbeth for once? I'm here on business, as you know. Can I stealth forward? Because I'm I've been waiting to get a glimpse at Rainer. Go ahead and roll perception at disadvantage. <laughs> Damn. Okay. Can I smell him? Can I hear where he's coming from? And the other <laughs> couple of witches chime in. Well, you know that this is important to us. That is my homeland, after all. They did take inspiration from... Yes, yes, <laughs> I damn know. it. I know and I understand, but I have business that I need to tend to. Yes, yes, anything that you want to tend to, dearie. We got our ears open to listen. I come bearing gifts for you, Mother Carrionite. I bring souls of the clergy. Oh. Oh, yes, this will do quite nicely. For you, Sister Sycorax, I bring the finest quality grains of sand. Oh, why, this is fine. This shall do perfectly. This is of the highest quality. I am ecstatic. And for you, Granny Grimhilda, I bring a vile of saliva of the wolf. Do I hear that? Oh, well. Do I hear that? Yes, you do. <laughs> do we all hear that? You all hear this. I think I was the one that was awake for all that. Also, I got a 16 on disadvantage. You did tell us about it. Yeah. So I know that my spittles was taken. With a 16, you can tell that basically all four of these beings are clumped together in a tight cluster, roughly about 15 feet apart, It just in terms of like their overall spread. Um, you can't quite make out exactly where they're at distance-wise, but um, you can, if you really strain, you can vaguely see their silhouettes and see that kind of placement from them. Okay, so I'm going to lean back to everyone just say... I think Rainer and the witches are in this direction, and it's up to you. Like, I would like to try and stealth forward, because this is what Jack's been waiting for. I also had a plan that does not involve me having to be able to see them to try to interrupt this deal. Do tell. If Imhotep would not mind thaumaturging my voice louder, I would also like to shoot up like a prestidigitated illusion, a la, like, Batman silhouette, <laughs> and say, like, LaRose, spare some words for old friends. Wonderful. All right, roll performance. Hell yeah, hell yes. <laughs> I just, I want to say that Larry, when hearing that it's saliva of the wolf, is just like, guys, this is going to be a lot worse than we thought. 24. <laughs> With a 24, you do interrupt the conversation. As Granny Grimhilda receives the vial of spittle <laughs> and begins to say, Oh, why, yes, I will get my uses out of this. We hear your voice booming and thundering over everything with a little bat symbol of your half mask. <laughs> awesome. Did you want to just say specifically LaRoe any time for old friends? Yeah, I'm hoping that he like fucks right off and just doesn't get what he wants out of this transaction. That's the hope. All right, so Rainer says, oh, why, I didn't expect you to make it this long. Well, Sister Sycorax, you do owe me a favor. So, 
I'm cashing it in now. Tie up these loose ends. I'm immediately going undetectable. Okay. And then I'm going to just do a straight roll to see if Raynor does get what he needs out of this deal. Ooh. What does he need? No, 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 what does he no, need? no, no. Dan, I want to cast Bestow Cursed upon you. On Dan? On me? Yeah, on you. Oh, okay. On Dan. Explain. Just to affect this whole <laughs> We're big mad at you, Dan. <laughs> you get cursed. <laughs> We're big mad. Big Yangi. Big Yangi. Um, bestow curse. <laughs> you touch a creature, so let me just drive on over to your house real quick. <laughs> uh, must succeed a, a wisdom saving throw. While cursed target has disadvantage on attacks against you, uh, must make a wisdom saving throw or skip its turn. Okay, so um, anyway, Rainer rolled a 17, so he says, I will take these supplies, and as you requested, fuck off. No! Phantom's going to turn around to the group, and he's going to say, like, it didn't work, intending for it to just be, like, whispered to them, but the thaumaturgy is still on, so it's like a giant booming. It didn't work, 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 work. It's like stage whisper to the extreme. <laughs> is there any way that Jack can tell... Frankenstein, the general area as to where Rainer might be? Uh, to the south of you. Okay, because I want Mary to chuck me fastball style. <laughs> you got Yay. it! Alright, roll athletics. And then I'm rolling... Roll acrobatics, why the hell not? You already interrupted my cutscene, so let's go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. So I rolled a 10, but my athletics is a plus six, so it's a 16. Okay, and I'm also burning a DM inspiration right now. Ooh, that's a 19. Okay, so with a 19 and a 16, what I will say, as you are fastballed <laughs> through, you clear your way through, the fog clears up around you, you pass directly through the mist cloud that Rainer evaporated into. And you get a slight little bit of psychic interference. So you will take a D4 psychic damage, okay. but you will also hear some faint whispers from his voice of just his disembodied thoughts as you pass through and you hear memory modification. <gasps> no. Do I have to roll for this? No, that's just what you hear. Mm. Like, I are you saying he's casting it or? You hear the words just kind of scattered and disembodied and like sort of echoing around you. Memory modification. Ooh. Oh, shit, dog. And also you are now directly in the middle nah, of the freeway. <laughs> I kind of figured. But I'm also undetectable. So hopefully like they would have disadvantage on attacking me. So as you've kind of cleared the path of the fog, which evaporates a little bit, the witches are intentionally letting the fog down. And you hear Mother Carrionite say to Sister Sycorax, You are indebted to Leroux, so you must fulfill his word. But the same is not true of us. He has no binding contract. And he didn't say how. I say we do things our way. And Granny Grimhilda says, I would prefer they come to us. And Sister Sycorax says, I have no intention of letting go of my word, but I do not anticipate acting upon it in a timely manner. 
All of you are welcome to a word or two. But you will have to come to us separately. <laughs> and the three witches scatter. Granny Grimhilda runs north. Sister Sycorax runs east. And Mother Carrionite runs south. And Larry just runs after them and is like, wait, wait, I need to speak with you. <laughs> Shit. We are the outcasts, the misfits, you might say. We deal with the nightmares that you run away from every single day. We know the world is a gruesome little place. But us outsiders, we've developed quite a taste For the grisly and morbid, the ghastly and the horrid We know it's awful dreadful, but we like it Just another haunted night, shrouded with unearthly fright So when you're oh so terrified, you know who to call The world is falling apart, we'll never take it to heart Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dean Dark, created, hosted, and edited by myself, Danger Dan Jers, with artwork by Jordan Nelson. Be sure to listen to the end for this episode's blooper. If you want to show your support for this podcast, leave us a review on whatever platform you are listening on. Written reviews help us out the most, but any sort of rating is greatly appreciated. You can also interact with us on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, Reddit, and TikTok, the links to which are all in the description. Dean Dark's cast is Jordan Nelson as Larry Talbot, the Wolfman, Ben Magnet as Mary, the Frankenstein Monster, Grayson Norman as Jack Griffin, the Invisible Man, Daniel Cruz as Imhotep, the Mummy, and Aaron Coffold as Eric, the Phantom of the Opera. Our theme song and outro is Let's All Have a Ball by Ryan White Maloney and Tony Carboni, recorded at True North Studios, Las Vegas. Additional music this episode was provided by John Stoic Dream Venturer and Joy Lynn Music. Listen to new episodes of Dean Dark Wednesdays, anywhere you find podcasts. Your carriage is halted and you will have to continue on foot. We can't move the tree. You can try. I can try to move the tree. Can I check the base of the tree to see if it was actually broken or cut? Sure. Go ahead and roll <laughs> investigation. Dan being like, I just want you guys to walk. Why do you want to get back in the carriage? Oh, my God. That's a 20. <laughs> oh, my God. With a 20, you can tell that that tree was felled. It was cut by me, your game master, in order to get you on foot Ooh. out of the carriage to yeah. take the walk. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, I was looking at this tree, and uh, it looks like there's some higher powers that want us to walk. <laughs>